Welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts. Again, I would like to thank you for your tremendous support in providing feedback and listening to my previous podcast or my my previous episodes and sharing your thoughts. You know, colonialism and the African slave trade left an indelible mark on the history of Africans throughout the diaspora. And it definitely left an indelible mark on the history of Africans in America. When I embarked on this journey of searching my roots, as some might say, and then genealogy for others. But when I embarked on this journey, I was in search of the truth. After being told the name of my grandfather and hearing the name of my grandfather first for the first time and realizing that my surname is different from my grandfather. That started me to go out and try to identify myself all over again. Wanted to know just who my parents were because to learn the name of my grandfather, I had to seek out why did my father have a different name than my grandfather. Now that question led me to starting my genealogy during research and trying to meet new family members. And as I would meet new family members, I would encounter many different behaviors. Some would be very helpful. Some want to know. Some would say, we are a different group. There were so many things involved, but early on in my genealogy research and early on in this research, I didn't think much about it because I was really a baby in this field of research. And I was immature about how to assess what people were saying to me or how they were behaving towards me. But now, after 20-something years of doing this, I have matured quite a bit. And I have reached an understanding that a some of it some of it has to do with we're separated by names when you take a group of people and you strip them of their language and then you don't educate them to learn a new language to read and write you leave that group of people in a position to create their own way of pronouncing those words. 
even when they have to pronounce their own names. For example, my great-grandmother's name is Lucinia for me. L-U-C-I-N-I-A. I have spoken with relatives who knew her personally. Some would call her Sine. Some would call her Lucine. Some would refer to her as Lucy. But each individual person was talking about the same person. And if you don't pay attention to their story, you will think that they are talking about three different individuals. But if you pay attention and you listen, then you will find out that they're going to name another relative that ties all three names to one person. That's only with the first name. But when you start dealing with last names, you have different spellings. One group of the family will take on the spelling of one, one form of spelling. Another group will take on another form of spelling that last name. Then separation comes. And all of a sudden those families stop communicating because they are only associating themselves with the spelling of the name based on how they spell their own surname or their last name. Now this past week, I decided to go back and look at several of the previous messages or conversations I've had with family members who have a DNA match with me through Ancestry.com. And I came across this one message from a relative or a family member of a relative and she went by SM. So SM decided to tell me that I am related to her husband. And fortunately for me, she gave me the husband's great-grandparents' name, the grandparents' name, the parents' name, and the mother's first name. And I decided to follow up on that. And I realized, after following up on that information, that my mother's family, on her paternal side, were homes. Well, SM was providing me with family members with the surname Mahome. And as I continued to follow up on that, really what SM did, she opened up a blocked door of truths. that I found the family that I have been looking for, but I've been searching them under homes and only homes. But her husband 
who goes by DC, is my cousin. His brother took the DNA test as well, and his name showed up. The ancestors led to my second great-grandparents. Now, this might sound confusing to you, but what I'm trying to get across is that the separation of names has caused so many families to not know each other, to not communicate with each other. And this has a lot to do with how we pronounce the names, how those names were written down by the census takers. The census takers, in so many ways, cared less about the correct spelling. A lot of times they were left with the sounds that were given to them by the family members. Family members who couldn't write, the census takers had to write it for them. And they created names. They changed names. There are times when I find homes as homes. There are certain times when I find the same family as a Mahome. But when you're dealing with genealogy, you're searching for the truth and accuracy means a lot. But accuracy is very hard to manage and maintain when you're dealing with a culture and a group of people who have been impacted by colonialism and by the slave trade where family members were sold and sold and sold, names have changed and changed and changed. But what we have in common is our DNA. Now through this name change and through all of these changes, we have realized that some people respond differently. They have become purist. Some, some are unwilling to share any information when they can go on Facebook and do and share everything with the family. But when it comes to talking about family to someone who might be a relative, there are so many different responses. There are so many different behaviors. Now this is not a knock on anyone. This is not shaming anyone. I am talking about the impact of colonialism and the slave trade on a group of people and how it has affected families. At a time that where we are talking about unification, we are lost. So many of us are lost. You don't know your family. Some don't want to know. Some are protecting secrets. Some want to be left 
to, to know just what they know, the limited knowledge. And I have run into all of that. Some of it becomes hurtful when someone wants to label you and make you feel as though you are an outsider trying to come in. But that's okay. Most of us who are researching genealogy, we're not looking for anything other than the truth. So that we may know who we really are and be able to research and go back generations and generations to know how we are related. But everything returns to segregation and slavery. If you follow a family long enough, they're going to return to segregation. Where they lived in the neighborhood with your family. They may not be related to you, but they know your family. My goal is to leave a legacy for the generations that follow me. When they ask who are their parents, who are their grandparents, who are their great-grandparents, I want someone to be able to say, that was a guy who was working on the family tree. Your name might be included in his tree. And if it is, he has the name of your mother, your father, your cousins, your aunts, your uncle. Now still some of you might say, this is ridiculous. I don't get where he's coming from. But I will say this, it is great to know African-American history. It is a great thing to be able to recite and talk about other people. But it's even greater when you can take yourself and your family and place them into that timeline of history. Your ancestors deserve to be placed in that timeline of history. If you're going to talk about the impact of colonialism, if you're going to talk about the impact of slavery, then you should know the name of, of a relative, an ancestor that lived during the period of slavery. Know how they lived. You should know the name of the person who had to live during the period of reconstruction and know what they had to deal with. You should know the name of the person or the ancestors that participated in the civil rights movement. You deserve to know that. They are in your family as well. It is okay to have pride about who you are and pride about your family. It is just unfortunate that we are separated by names. Until next time, be good.